Hello, hello, and welcome. What up, what up? This is PhD Post Hump Day Podcast. I'm Tommy DeSalt. I'm Kellen King, KK, Kiki, Wet Wet, AK, your favorite, whatever. I'm all the above. You got any nicknames? Uh, yeah. Tomcat, for sure. Tomcat, Touchdown, TD. Ooh. Ooh. Um, yeah. Comeback um, kid. Yeah, they used to call me Woody. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's a few out there. You know why they call me wet wet? Because uh, you get them all wet wet. Because when I finish, I mess up the bed set. It's a line from Plies. Mm. Plies is the grossest, the most discur- dis- disgusting rapper of all time. Which brings me into this segue. I noticed, or I heard, you sent me a little clip or something that you met a uh, a rapper. It's not a SoundCloud rapper, but he was handing out some CDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I've been driving around town quite a bit lately um, mm-hmm. on some missions and <laughs> yeah, some manhunts. <laughs> manhunt, manhunt, dude! I'm telling you, we're gonna cut that. But uh, down. yeah, I. It's not the first time, and it won't be the last time I've had this situation happen. Yeah. Um. So, had it happen in Austin quite a bit. Yep. Hadn't had it happen around Fort Worth, Dallas area uh-huh. in a long time. But I pulled up to a gas station. Yes, sir. And, you know, when you're at a really crowded gas station, I when I go to park, I'm always thinking about what's the quickest way out of here. Yeah, because there's usually a lot of people that want to have your attention, right? Yeah. And so, anyways, then right as I'm pulling into this spot that was going to be convenient to get out of, I look up and I'm like, oh, you got the little, someone's right here by your, so, hello. uh, there's, there's hello. a, there's a, there's a gentleman out, out on the side, on the front of this establishment and immediately I see he's got a, a CD in his hand. So I knew what was coming. Yep. Now, um, I've showed B a clip. There's a, there's a, rap production group out in Austin that mm. um they knew who I was. They they call me by my last name. They'd always call me DeSalt. Do salt. Um and so like I you know, I'm nice to people in general. Sure. Um but like if you go to some of the gas stations around here, it's the same dudes trying to play they're trying to run game on you. Yeah, they're but, trying to get your money. Okay. Um now this guy Right away, I could tell it was different. Um, he seemed super approachable. Yeah. Like he was really out there just hustling. Hell yeah. Which I can appreciate. Yep. Nipsey hustle style. We appreciate the hustle. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, I'm like, hey, dude, let me go inside. Let me get what I came here for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I, I promise I'm not bullshitting you. When I come back out, we'll talk. Yeah. So, um, I come back out. He tells me what he's got going on. He's a rapper. What's the name? Um, Big Homie Smooth. Hell yeah, that's such a good name. It's got a dollar sign for the smooth. We're gonna we're gonna play it here in a little bit, but I just yeah. want you to know his name first. Yeah, the Big Homie Smooth. He's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. He uh, was was so transparent. He yeah. was like, listen. Like when COVID had, and then this happened, mm. and then so a little bit of a trauma dump, a little uh, bit. Well, he was just keeping it real. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, look, I could be working a job 
right now and trying to do this, but I know that if I don't give this everything I got every single day, like this isn't going to happen. Burn the boats, baby. Which is like, if you're going to get dirty, get dirty. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean by that? Burn the boats. Burn the boats. Like there's you're, not another, uh, another, no exit strategy. Yeah. There's no plan, plan B. Yeah. That's and a, so, yeah. Very, uh, very, not, very, I don't know what's the word I'm going to say, but I'll figure it out. So keep going. <laughs> so I was like, listen, um, you know, we've got this podcast and, mm -hmm. you know, if you can make it over to Fort Worth, like admirable, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave him the open invitation if he wants to come on. Um, and I was going to shoot a little clip. Yeah. Um, and he was like, Hey, let's hold off on that. I want you to listen to it first. For sure. You, yeah. And dude, so much respect for that mm -hmm. because most people are the opposite like yeah dude give me on give me on the podcast blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. but i could just tell by talking to this guy he's got an interesting story mm -hmm. um but he flipped it on me which i was like dude hell yeah yeah you want me to see if i even like your music tommy's first. a sales guy he knows the tactics he knows <laughs> when someone says hey let's you know i don't even know if this is going to work for you if it's going to work for me i don't want to be wasting your time you're like whoa love that's it. putting up a, he's not even trying to sell me right now love it yeah. um so <laughs> anyways so uh long story short th they had no cash back at the gas station yeah and i didn't have any cash in my wallet and the ATM, I mean, it was a super long line. No Venmo, no Zelle. So no. I was like, listen, I scrounged up a few bucks out of my truck and in my pocket. I was like, here, dude. Um, he gave me a, uh, a CD. Mm -hmm. And then we were talking. And by the way, I don't even have a CD player in my truck. Mm. I got I got one here at the house. But I was like, I still want to support him yeah. how I can. So he was like, hey, man, do you, you have a CD player in your truck? I was like, no, actually, I don't, but I will listen to this. Yeah. He goes, well, hold, hold on. Give me that back. I got something else for you then. This was the most creative thing I've seen in a while. Ooh, okay. Was most people will send you to their Spotify, their yeah. Apple, their Instagram. That's what we do. This guy, he got a new approach. When I was doing radio stuff, you'd, you'd have to have what they call a one sheet uh -huh. that you send to every radio station. And it's just like it sounds. It's one sheet. You've got a picture on there. You've got your kind of highlight reel, so to speak, yeah. of your accomplishments or what you've done, where you've played, who you've opened for. And, you, you, and then you've got basically what's coming like uh, as you're putting out a single sure. or an album, like these updates. Big Homie Smooth has got this all-in-one place digitally, um, and it's easily accessible for anybody. Um, so he sent me his Google Drive. Hell yeah. And then not only did he have the full-length album, every track on there individually, uh, which, by the way, they were properly synced and titled. Most people don't do that. Uh-huh. It's when just I, a bunch of fucking however they saved yeah, it. Yeah, when I uh, torrented the Donda album for Kanye, <laughs> like when before it came out, I didn't know what the fuck I was listening to. I still don't, and the <laughs> album's out, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> I love that. So, 
Um, and, and I'll speed it up, but I mean, I was super impressed. He had every track. He had different image files, so he had promo pictures. That's cool. He had another sheet in there that has files of all of his social media where you can find. I mean, he had it all together. That's good. It wasn't some bootleg bullshit. It was like, no, this dude's taking the time. Did you get a CD? Put this in. So, well, I was like, hey. I want you to be as profitable as possible. Yeah. So I gave him the CD back, and I was like, sell this, uh-huh. and I'll just have the digital. Yeah. Because I can bump that it works. in my truck. Um, so I said, I'm going to bump this, and we talked for a little while. Cool guy. We we, we sw- swap phone numbers, um, and I'm going to try to help him out with a couple other things um, that I, I think I can pull off for you, him. Let's play one. I want to hear one. So, uh, yeah, this song... Um, I'm just gonna was was uh, an instant like from me. Okay, um, this is the big homie smooth, and this track is called Spaceship. rap connoisseur okay um off the top of my head i hear a lot of like first of all he's got that dallas sound okay yeah we've we've grown up with some dallas rappers and, and before uh and I'm, i've never really liked that sound but he has uh changed it to where, to where i like it <laughs> there's a lot of shitty dallas rappers out there and i, I don't want to like shit on anybody but yeah they uh you know if you're listening to texas rap it's mainly houston yeah, that was. That's what I want to see here coming out of Dallas. So Houston, you get the, I mean the whole lean, the the syrup. 
mm-hmm. into the the rap game. So you hear that uh, in a lot of rap, yeah. the, the chopped and and screwed. Atlanta, other places, you get more of the trap. trap. Yep. Dallas, you get a lot of bootleg shitty beats. Yeah. Um, kind of old school. Cadences like, are like not, they're no. just monotonous. Yeah, it's almost like early 2000s rap, and they haven't gotten out of that uh, that vibe a little bit. Like, I've you, I, I've gotten some bootleg CDs from a gas station before, and it's actually fucked up. My CD player got stuck in there, and I can't get it out. <laughs> Uh, wasn't the greatest, but I still, you know, appreciate like listening to music that's, you know, I haven't heard before. I've gotten burnt where there was nothing on this. Oh shit. I've never had that happen, but okay. Let's get back to big homie smooth for a second. Yep. Uh, I want to see him on the, I want to see him put Dallas on the map. Uh, he sounds like schoolboy Q a little bit. I'm, I'm wondering if he, if he, if he, uh, knows that, I mean, I'm wondering if he appreciates me saying that or not, but uh, Schoolboy Q is a really good rapper. Uh, he's from the, uh, I think he's from like Black Hippie. Uh, he's in a group with like Kendrick Lamar, um, some other dudes, uh, J Rock. Anyway, Schoolboy Q, he sounds like him. A little bit of ASAP Ferg in there. Um, yeah. That is my type of rap. I like that type of rap. I also, I'm a, I'm a sucker for imagery. I say it all the time. I like the imagery of uh, the spaceship. Uh, it, it's like, you know, out of this world kind of stuff. The beat at the beginning, it was a little tease to me. Like I was waiting for that bass to drop. Right. And yeah. I was, he kept on holding it from me and then I thought it was going to drop. And then the intro started up back again. You know what I mean? And it was like, I love it. You know what I mean? I was g- giving me a little tea, like just a little tease. There's the pattern interrupt because yeah. you think, you know, when that bass is going to drop yeah. and it's going to be this real flat beat coming yep. out. Yep. And you know what he does with his production? He pulled the entire the entire intro out. And you're like, wait, did I accidentally hit pause? That's what I thought. I looked over at your phone. Did did it did it shut off? And then it starts back up. Yeah. And then it comes just, I mean, full blast on you. It did. And then when the beat came back out the second time around and the beat was about to come back in, he waited a half beat. Yep. Did you notice that? And, and it was that, just like uh and was, on that, that punch is just even more powerful. Yeah. Uh, I really liked it, and I couldn't tell it. Were you singing along to it? Yeah, it was. Okay. yeah, it was. Dude, I couldn't you tell if you were harmonizing only, or what. Dude, that's I, only the. Let's see, one, two. You gonna send that's it? That's the third time I've listened to it, and I already know the hook. Like, yeah, that's a great sign because it's it's a, it's a memorable hook. It's simple to 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 sing along to. Yeah, um, but dude, the verses, holy shit, I love it. He's got that quirky humorous yes dude that's what you, that's what is gonna i mean in my opinion that makes music so much better it's like almost on the face like they know that they they there it's the confidence there's a confidence behind like having humor in songs and you on know, top of that like there's a little bit of like um he's got a couple lines in some other songs i don't want to give it all away right he lives up to the name though he's smooth is that this this album isn't um fully uh, out, I mm-hmm. believe. Um, but here's the thing: he's got a sense about him where he's been around. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's even got a couple lines where he's alluding to like, "You could try to pull a trick on me," but yeah. like he he he's he plays some tricks a, on me in that song, baby. He's he, got a story there. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm really I, I want to get him on. I want to get him on the podcast. I'll have him. Oh, yeah, I'd I'd love to have him on. Uh, Cause I want to hear, I want to pick his brain a little bit about what he thinks the, 
what the next like wave is in Dallas, especially because for a long time Dallas, I mean Dallas is one of the bigger cities in uh, the United States, and we like there's a lot of rappers that come out of Dallas, and yeah. there there's like there's no uh, there's nobody. You know what I mean? Like we don't have anybody. Yeah, and I, I want to add to that and back to the full circle. We do have people, and we'll I can shout them out, but I like yeah. Uh, there, it's just like we don't have that national recognition like other bigger uh, rap like cities, you know. Yeah, in the in the rap game especially, and and the thing is like I've had a few guys that have shown me their music, and I've gotten their burn CDs and stuff. There's been a few songs that I've. Yeah, there's, there's I've, some I've singles. and liked. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the Big Homie Smooth, that might be the best I've I've heard from somebody that I organically met. Yeah, yeah I was uh, pleasantly surprised. Honestly, like, you know, I've, I've told you I've gotten into the same situation a lot where I'm at a gas station. I, I get pulled up by, with, with some CDs. I'm like, <laughs> all right, yeah, I'll buy one. I want to... I want to make this like road trip a little bit more interesting, you know, listen to some music I haven't listened to before. And usually it's not, I'm not, it's not, it's only get one, one chance in my car for the most part, dude. except for this one that's stuck in my fucking CD player. Yeah. That's a bummer. Uh, but anyway, so the thing was on that was, uh, I actually had told B about this whole deal and she was just rolling her eyes and, and I couldn't even, I wasn't even with her. I just knew she was rolling her eyes about, I was telling her, Hey, I yeah. met this guy at the gas station. She's like, fucking, here we go again. I, Tommy. I, I like to go on little adventures. I like to meet people. Um, and it, sometimes it doesn't turn out so great. Right. Um, but so last night, dude, we went to, uh, Bahama Bucks. We done with big homie smooth. Would you well, give well him, almost, yeah, almost, okay, but right. hold on. So we were, we went to Bahama Bucks. Yeah. Which by the way, um, I want to see what you would think of this flavor. Bahama Bucks is a it's shaved, like shaved ice, place. ice. Yeah, snow yeah. cones. Um, this was a mango snow cone with chamoy, tahini, and pickles. Oh, the pickles part kind of throws me off a little bit. Uh, but it's uh, I'm gonna say it's mandatory. Okay, because sometimes order it with pickles. Sometimes when you get stuff uh, and they add the pickle in there, it brings it brings it out. Like it's you know it's um. Pickleback shots, right? Like, you think those would be so bad, but when you have one, you're like, okay, damn, I could do that again. I got really fucked up off those in Stephenville one time uh, while I was playing because I did a pickle shot. I'm like, that sounds harmless. Um, but you take, you know, yeah. 15 of them. They're um, easy. Yeah. So, uh, the got to get the pickles. I would say and, that and would wanna, be good. I, I want to clarify that. something, too, because if you go to Bahama Bucks, they have a pickle syrup. Mm. Don't do that. Okay. Haven't put actual pickles in it. Okay, yeah. Um, so anyway, so we're driving, and uh, it, it was April Fool's, and it had been an entire day, and I hadn't even tried one on B. And so while we're driving, we're we're eating Bahama Bucks. And I didn't even know it was April first. <laughs> so, um, and we are in a town over. Okay. And so I was like, "Hey, babe, what do you think about? Would you live out here? What? Oh, okay. And, and just, just follow me. All right. So okay. I'm like, "Hey, would you, would you live out here? And so we're eating our snow cones and stuff. And she's like, "Um, I don't know." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, um, I uh, I put a down payment on a house. Oh, you did a gym." <laughs> Well, you bought a house without telling Pam? Yeah. 
And then, uh, I don't know that she, did you even buy into it at all? I don't think so. Not really. But enough, but enough to like. Do you want to go see it? Oh, there it is. 10 minutes away. Yeah. This fucking guy. It's like, so yeah, I was like, it's 10 minutes southwest of here. If if you want, like, we're already out here. Yeah. I kind of want to, it's dark, but. I would like for you to see it. So then she's, then she got smart. She was like, okay, take me to it then. And like, so then I was like, uh, just, I did a, just a trick April like Fools. That. So um, go ahead. But but I know uh, that I want to come back to that. Yeah. No, you go ahead. I, mine's a, a April Fools joke that I kind of did. It was the day before, uh, but it was right around like midnight time. Uh, talked about it all last week or the Taylor Swift concert. Uh, she plays the Romeo and Juliet song. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell me we can be alone. So uh, during that song at the end, it's pretty. It's like alluded to that they get married, right? And like, uh, I'm pretty sure, like on every single concert that she's had, uh, someone's proposed during that song. And so, jail. Jail. First of all, I would. I and you know, but when that song was playing. Like, we were dancing and having fun and all that stuff, and then, like, I kind of grabbed her hand, and I was like, I was like, wouldn't it be dumb if someone, or she she was like, someone, like, I think someone's, pro- like, probably proposing right now, and I was like, yeah, and then, like, <laughs> looked at her and, like, started to, like, kind of get down on my knee, and she's like, uh, and I was like, I'm fucking with you, but oh, damn. I did one of those, you know, damn. one of those fake, uh, so we both kind of fucked with our girlfriends on April, yeah. Yeah. so y'all are assholes, so, so, yeah, hold on, hold on. I, I don't want to lose this, I, but she, I, she, she wouldn't have said yes, that she would have been like, what, no, because I that's, hear. yeah, she, that wouldn't have been, that wouldn't have been the time to do it, she would have known to, she would have been like, what are you doing, you know what I mean, so take that emotional state, yeah, okay, now, she would have said yes, but then she'd be like, can you redo it? But the frustration, take that emotional state. Now put it in my truck because that's where me and B were. Okay. Okay. So just kind of played this, you know, it was a shitty joke, but mm. about the house, mm-hmm. right? She's annoyed with me at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, enough so that I even. As she should be. Yeah. And then I say, hey, babe, you want to listen to Big Homie Smooth? Fuck yeah. And she's like, babe. <laughs> No, like, you know, so I'm like, good, well, we're going to listen to it anyway. So I put it on. Sign number one. She didn't talk the entire time. Is that good or bad? Good. Secondly, I would like look over out of the corner of my eye and I'd kind of, I'd kind of see her listening. Mm-hmm. And then whole song plays. She's like, Turn the volume off. Babe, what do you think? She says, that was actually really damn good. It is. And so, um, we, she, generally speaking, if it's something that I want to show her, she's not super interested. Sure, same um, with Lulu. And yeah. by, the, by the end of this, she was bumping to it. So, shouts to Big Homie Smooth. Mm-hmm. Um Hitting it all, baby. Um, you're talking about houses. We've been like kind of looking at some houses. We'll, we're thinking about probably later this year, early next year. Uh, and we, we, you know, we're looking at some new builders that are like in the area or whatever. And dude, we had just come from somewhere and uh, I should have like gone to the bathroom. We were into the, this like really nice model home by ourselves. And I had to take a shit like really bad. 
And uh, I was like, do I do it? And we were, I was talking to her about it. I was like, do I, like, there was, like, not any toilet paper, but this was, like, their office. So I probably could, there was probably some stash somewhere. Yeah. And I was so close. Like, I was dying. I couldn't move. I, we were walking up the stairs to, like, look at the house, and I, like, had to stop halfway through. So I, like, didn't, like, have my one, like what I've told you a couple of times. <laughs> I was like, I, I can't. Like, she's like, let's go look. There's a theater room up here. And I'm like, give me a second, please. Please, God, please. And there's like cameras all over the place or else I probably would have done it. But I held it out and we, we got it done. But yeah, we I'm in that same, we're same like season of our life. We're looking at, <laughs> we're looking at uh, some houses and I'm excited about it. We, Hell yeah. Know, yeah. It's been Dude, uh, I, I, funny you mentioned that. I almost used my one Last night, while we were driving, I hit the biggest pothole. <laughs> I mean, it shook and rattled everything. Inside you. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, so I actually said that out loud. I was like, uh, speaking of Kellen's one. Yeah. Um, and speaking of uh, houses, that's awesome. It's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. It is. It's also like this big responsibility uh, and a whole other chapter of life. And you mentioned the the, the proposal Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um, did you see Yankee Stadium, the guy that jumps in the outfield? Uh-uh. He goes to propose to his girl, and he's he's sitting in the outfield facing the stands. Oh, God. Gets down on a knee, pops the ring out, and it's like, okay, this is a huge moment. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, security just... God, you fucking cock teases. Blindsided this dude. <laughs> and he hits the deck. I mean, and... He should have done it, but... By the time this comes out, there's already been so many clips that we're not going to go too far into that. Yeah. But I was like, damn, was that really necessary? <laughs> right. I mean, at least, like, he's not going anywhere. Like, you don't have to tackle him to the floor. He's on his knee... <laughs> he's not going to be running away. He's like stationary. So yeah. just like he seemed like the kind of guy you could just ask, like, "Hey, yeah. also, man, uh, ladies, tune out for a second. Man, <laughs> let's t- let's turn the volume up. Let's stop proposing at like events like this. Let's stop doing arenas. Let's stop doing stadiums. Let's just you know, uh, because that one time they say no, you're a viral video. Okay, so just know that. Like, that's it's just. Let's don't play with that fire. Don't play with that fire. Just let it. Just just do it. You know, at your anniversary dinner or whatever, or like wherever you had your first date. Don't be doing it at the Yankee Stadium. And, and uh, by the way, or the Taylor Swift concert. I don't know. Uh, we've been to quite a few like sports events lately, but there's been some clips online. Have you noticed that at sports games, it dude, it, it's set up. Like these things oh, that they're yeah. putting on the big screen, these acts. Yeah, and stuff. we talked about with uh, the homie Joey uh, when he came on the the podcast. Yeah, and he was talking about iHeartRadio a little bit. Uh, you know, we were yeah. We he, he they're all set up. They're like they're those they're meant to go viral. Like the guy on his phone when his girlfriend's trying to talk to exactly. him or whatever, and she like or the guy that's in the bathroom and then yeah. the other guy like yeah. They're all set up, and you know, I just wish. Life would get back to where everything was more real. I just organic. Organic. (laughs) Speaking of that, we are going to talk about the best feelings. Okay, we're we're a PhD podcast. Does that mean we? You know, is this like a 
Frazier had his PhD. He was a psychologist. He talked about feelings. Maybe we're we're gonna talk about the best top ten feelings uh, that you can just have, or just some feelings or whatever. We're just gonna get into it, okay? Guys, don't talk about their feelings enough. Can't so wait. We'll be right back. And we are back. Hello, scholars. Hello. Hey, uh, do I sound creepy when I do that kind of stuff? I think it's kind of funny, but I think I I think uh, I got some feedback. Uh, they like the uh, personality. Okay. Um, they I do actually, uh, and we're gonna get into uh, maybe a couple of comments uh, here later oh, yeah. the, later on at the end. But we did get a comment this morning. Um, it was a nice comment to wake up to. Uh-huh. Uh Yeah. Um, and it said. Random podcast, great content. Great. Oh, that's great. So that's a little little, that's little great. nugget there for us. Um, my favorite comment we've ever gotten was something to the lines of Does that mother or does he look like Putin? <laughs> oh, God. And yeah, we still yeah. can't figure out which one it is. Uh, it's definitely you. I think it's, it's definitely de- you. No, 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 no. I've I, asked. I should be this and I I paused it on that clip at the angle of your face. And if you did, all mean, right, we'll just comment here. Look, well, you want to make this a video so people can look right here. Which one of us looks like Vladimir Putin? <laughs> is it me or is it that guy? Okay, there it is. Let's get into uh, best feelings. So, we kind of talked about this last week a little bit about like, uh, what do we say? It was more about like when we were at concerts and that feeling you get, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it's, a, it's euphoric. Almost. It's a euphoric feeling. Yeah. And there's some other euphoric feelings that there are in the world. And I kind of try to leave off like sexual things or like going to the bathroom or drugs. Like try to get like organic. Oh, man. That was my top three. Okay. I was about to say, I'm kidding. Okay. Kidding. Um, and so I'm going to just, uh, just kind of start it off with what we did last week. And I told you, I'm, I hate like. When it comes to to float trips, when it comes to like going to big concerts, and it's like you know you're with a group of people, I hate like road tripping down there. I I like the road trip. I just hate stopping for everything. Okay. And I hate like waiting on people. I just do. I just it's then when we get to the event, when I have like basically my first <laughs> beer at that event, that feeling, that feeling when you've like arrived at an event, that is a good feeling. When you're on vacation, when you're like yeah. like I said on a float trip, when you're in Disney World. Wherever it is, like after you got through the airport and you finally make it and you like put your bags up in the hotel and you're, you know, at the, at where you're at, that's when like that feeling yeah, of that basically is... like, all right, we're here now. Like everything that we planned for prior to this, we're past that. Well, now we can just have fun. Yeah. No, I mean, you get to stretch your legs. Mm-hmm. You're not feeling claustrophobic. Yeah. And, and, and uh, it's like, all right, this is what we came for. Yep, that's it. That is a great feeling. Kevin. This is what we play for, baby. <laughs> yeah. This is what we practice. I love it. that. I would agree. Yeah. That's a that's a good feeling of mine. Like just being able to like relax, chill, relax. Like cruise ship, you got to get on. You got to take your back your passport. You got to do all these things. You got to unload. You got to have that seminar where they tell you about where the lifeboats are, <laughs> and then finally, <laughs> finally, you get to like have fun on a cruise ship. And it, it, it's just like, I hate that fucking lame, like bullshit in between all that. So that's that's my f- first feeling. What do they call that? It's not bunker, but it's like a, oh gosh, the cruise ship thing. You know, since COVID, like a good thing that came out of COVID, 
you watch the the videos on in your room on your TV. You don't. Have oh, to really? Go to the big. You don't theater. have to go outside on the no. balcony thing. No, oh. you literally watch the videos. You don't have to go to your emergency raft. No, you like, watch no the videos and it, and then you have to click that you've watched it at the end. And wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a lot different experience. Yeah, it's like a job orientation where you got to sit <laughs> yeah. there and watch the or an online class. Oh, man. Because I, I know what you're talking about. I hate that, that shit. That was worst. Yeah, because uh, you're just ready to party. Yeah. All right, All what, right. what do you got for me? Um. So along the lines of the first part of your setup there, um, when it's something you really aren't looking forward to, when you have plans you aren't looking forward to, and last minute you find out it's canceled. Oh, dude, that's the fucking best. <laughs> yeah. I um, mean, whether it's like something that involves you or you're supporting or whatever the yeah. case might be, um, when you get that call or that text. Hey, we're not having it tonight. Hey, they canceled it. Or, yeah. or hey, they, re you know. It's the best. Uh, rain, <laughs> yeah. rain is like my best friend when it comes to... Like, you know, if there's like a, a, with the kids, soccer practice or certain things, it's just like, damn, do I, I, we got to do this right now. It's like, oh, it got canceled. It's like, oh, my whole night just opened up. I can do nothing, yeah. basically. Yeah. I and mean, that's what we end up doing. Love uh, that. I love that feeling. I love like, you know, back in the day, snow days, you know, it's like, hey, you don't have school. Oh, know? man. So yeah. the same kind of the same vein. You I don't just have took a, one off. Oh. Yeah, but but it was along well, the let's same get lines. Into it. So what no, was but that it's one? along the same lines. Yeah, what's that one? No, it it literally uh, read getting surprised with the snow day as a kid, dude. Those are, yeah. Let's get into that one right now. I love that. Then you got so we didn't have too many snow days here. It was more ice days and yeah. stuff. When I lived in uh, Oklahoma, we did have like some actual snow, and uh, me and the homies used to. I used to live like kind of uh, off a golf course, and we would go to the golf course. And just sled that thing all damn day. Yeah. Oh, and that was the most fun. You know the hill uh, that you come up coming into? Yeah, the that's street? a great one. So going down that hill, um, we used to get the, okay, this will this, show if you're a Gen Z millennial where you're at, if you're listening. Or a cusp. Um, yeah, or In a cusp. In this case. Uh, we used to get a recycling bin. Now, yeah. the recycling bins that I'm talking about or like, or a, like a rectangle yep, box. Yep. Okay. Uh, there was no lid on it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it was green. Yeah. And we would put like a skateboard underneath okay. it. Oh, so this was without snow? No, this is with or without. Oh, but okay. on ice, it really, it really expedited your process of getting <laughs> down the hill. Nice. And the fucked up thing, well, though, was at the end of that hill, it dead ends and the street goes at a T. So mm. there's a curb, and then there's a light pole. Oh. One year, this kid that nobody liked in our neighborhood, um, he... We give him a shout-out, or...? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay. He, uh, he took a nose dive into the pole. Oh, uh, yeah. Which I, I feel bad about, but at the same time, uh, everybody you what was you give. at the top of the hill laughing. So, yeah, um, yeah, man, he was just a neighborhood bully. Mm. But, uh, dude, those events in those days were so rare growing yeah. up here that when you woke up and your parents were like because sometimes you'd know ahead of time but sometimes it's kind of like this false hope as a kid of like oh it's gonna snow it's gonna snow yeah. and it never snows and so the rare occasions that it would yeah best feeling i'll ever. go one further uh that feeling is multiplied when you're in college so, you know, and, and and when we were there, uh, I remember, like, there was a week where it was, like, 
you you know, oh, we don't have school tomorrow. So nobody would like go to school, like no assignments were due. Yeah. People would just day drink. And then they like some people would be like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to really like get too drunk because we might have school tomorrow. And then you'd get that email, you know, that okay state email.edu. That's right. That said, hey, no schools are can or classes are canceled uh Wednesday then. And you'd be like, fuck yeah. Then you just go, you know, get some more alcohol or whatever and you just start going. And then it turned into a week of it. Like uh, just a wild party. And for those of you that were listening to my last story, like, you're an asshole, Tommy, because you laughed at a kid who hit a light pole. Mm. Guess what? The universe came back around because mm-hmm. on one of these weeks in college. Uh, shout out David Spires. He was driving. Um, we put a mattress behind a truck. As you should. Uh, wakeboards, all kinds of stuff. I was doing that, and I went knee first into a fire hydrant. Oh, dude, that hurts me just thinking about it. And it really, Ooh. it really, um, well, the 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 no class thing really didn't matter. At that yeah, point. <laughs> yeah. But dude, I I hear you. That mm-hmm. was those emails. Yep. People would be they like, were, I just got it. We're, we're not, or my professor just canceled class, or he does, you know, whatever. Those were the best. Uh, so and it would happen usually for a week. Dude, Stillwater America would would mm. really turn up on yeah on those. Um, Here's one. Uh, we're gonna kick it back a little bit too. These these next couple for me are you know childhood, and I think things are also like more. Uh, you're just happier as a child, so it's kind of easier scoring a goal. Or a touchdown, or like your first one ever. Do you remember your first touchdown? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember your? Yeah, it was it was remarkable. Do you remember like just had that feeling you got when you're like because you here's the thing, guys. You don't. This isn't a real game, and like you don't really know what to do. Like you score a touchdown, but you're like, <laughs> wh- like you're 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 in uncharted territory. Your dance moves have not been practiced. Yeah, that much yet. Yeah. Uh, I scored my actually on the first play I ever played in uh, middle school. I was on the kickoff return or whatever, and um, they kicked it to me, and I ran it in for a touchdown. And uh, yeah, I felt I was like, "Is this what it is? is this, this is the feeling. This is like." And then I was just cha- uh, chasing that for yeah for I guess what six years after that. Yeah. So uh, that that is a good feeling. So scoring in soccer, that's a great feeling. Uh, basketball is a great feeling too. I'm, I'm not a big hooper or whatever, but I'm sure hockey's the same way. Yeah. Um, I never played an official game of hockey. No. Before, well, there so. you go. But, uh, the, uh, the neighborhood hockey games, uh, if that, if we're going to count that, um, you got, uh, you want to go to another one? Yes. Yeah, well, yeah, I did the snow day and then. Sure. It's in the same vein. So this is for all my gamers out there. You know it. You love it. Um, beating your first video game by yourself or, you know, like mm. for me, it was, uh, Mario 64 yeah. on the N64 <laughs> that was like, uh, you know, came with the Nintendo, the Nintendo 64 was mine. Uh, me and my brother played it a lot, but you know, like I just, when we beat Bowser for like the third time, cause you got to beat that fucking guy like three different times. Uh, when we beat him. And all the little, you know, whatever happened at the end of that, dude, it was like, I just felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulder. I just came completely saved the Mushroom Kingdom, and I just felt like on cloud nine. Um, that feeling has brought, you know, just every video game, just it's an accomplishment when you finish something like that. Like you, you put in so many hours. You know what, too? You chose to do it. Like no one made you. It, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't a forced accomplishment. Uh-uh. 
It was something, a task that you set out to do. Yeah. And you, I don't know about you, when I was younger, I'd start a lot of things without ever finishing them. Yeah, a lot of video games became unfinished. Um, you know, N64 games became unfinished. Uh, but I think having those older brothers really helped me see, you. hey, you can beat these games. You can do that. And now I'm, and I told you, I think we've talked about it on the podcast. Uh, Alex, there's this game, Roblox, that he has been playing months, nonstop. <laughs> yeah. He like draws it. He dreams about it in his sleep. It's called Doors. And you got to get through 100 doors. And there's like monsters that come out. There's like keys you got to find, codes you got to put in, you know, all this stuff. And like little items you got to use for the different monsters. And he's been playing it, I'm not kidding you, like since last year. And when he beat that game, it like I watched his he was like I did it I did it and he like <laughs> sat back and he's like I beat doors I'm gonna tell Tyson I'm gonna tell that he's like telling all these people he's oh, gonna talk to cool. and I'm like that's cool dude I was like congrats dude like I just like it was cool seeing you know like I said you almost want to take him for ice cream or yeah something. no I'm like, yeah. dude and celebrate he's like, uh, yeah anyway so that's, that, that is a great feeling mm-hmm. um it's an accomplishment especially. The, I'm thinking like some of the challenger uh, level series, like it's it's the epic enemy at the end, yeah, like boss. The build up, like it's that thing that you don't think you're gonna be able to beat, yeah. And finally getting there uh, yeah. after everything is just it's a if you've never done it, I yeah. su- I suggest maybe try it. What do you got? Um, this one, we've talked a little bit about crime on here. We've talked about police. Yes, sir. Um, I think if you're 16 and up, you can relate. Uh, when the police turn their lights on, you get over. Oh. And they keep going to pull the car in front of you over. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Yes, that is a good feeling. It's just a, yeah, you feel like your whole day is about to change. Maybe you're going to work. Maybe you're going to school. Uh, I have been pulled over going to school once. Maybe maybe the funds are a little tight, and you're like, I really, that speeding ticket would have really... Yeah, and they've been getting expensive now. The first... Uh, t- I got, got off with a warning, so that's kind of the same feeling when you think you're going to get a ticket, and they just give you a warning. It's not as good of a feeling, because you still got to pull over, and you're still going through that dread. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, seeing that, like, the berries and cherries light up, and they're like, yeah. you think it's kind of coming for you... And they get the guy next to you. It's a great feeling, especially if that guy's been an asshole. Like he passed you really fast, and then, and then you're like, you know, at that point, it's not you. It's like this guy. It's gonna be this guy right here. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you cool. Fucking idiot. Yeah. And then yeah. you get to like laugh <laughs> yeah. at him when you drive by. That's a good feeling too. Yeah. Anything where anybody else gets their day and it's not you is a great. Is it's a great feeling. It's like whether you were speeding or not, whether you are riding dirty or yeah. not, like you feel like you know, I am a uh, a nice uh, upstanding citizen. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have a just like quick story. When I was sixteen, uh, I had to go to tutoring before school, and I like kind of woke up a little bit later than I was supposed to, and uh, so I was changing in my car while I was driving. Now I'm just like recently sixteen. I probably shouldn't have been doing that to begin with, but I was also speeding through a school zone. Like there's a little elementary school going, you know, and uh, I get pulled over. <laughs> And I have my pants down oh, in a school zone, like an elementary school. And I'm like, I know this looks bad. I'm just, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, 
What the fuck? I've never heard about that. Yeah, and I was like, I am just trying to get to school. I'm late to school. I'm uh, I'm changing in my car. And he's like, just go. Just get out of here, you fucking pervert. I don't want to see you get away. Get 50 feet away from this school zone right now immediately. No, I didn't say to that. He was a nice guy. Uh, I did not did get Did you roll your window down? Or yeah. did you wait for him? I rolled. Like, how like, did I that? Pulled, Talk to us about that. Well, same thing with like scoring your first touch, touchdown. You don't know what to do. First time you get pulled over as a 16-year-old, you really don't know what to do. So like... I didn't get out of my car, obviously, but I was like, had my pants down. I had my underwear. Ten and two. Yeah. Both hands on the wheel. Yeah. And then uh, he just pulled up. I rolled my window down. It was a crank window. So, you know, I'm. Same. But he got got there quick. And so I didn't have even time to like really get myself uh, adjusted. (laughs) And, you know, we were pulled. It's actually kind of right down the street from where we are now, like over by Sycamore School Road. There's a, there, I don't know if the school's still there, but. There used to be one, and I got pulled over like into a gas station, like basically that Seven Eleven, right? There. Yeah, still there. Um, all right, <laughs> mine. What I got for you is um, we talked about uh, going on vacation or going going out of you know your your city and going somewhere else. My favorite thing is at the end of the day when you get into the hotel and the room is just ready for you to sleep in and mm. you just pull back those covers mm. and you just jump in the air is already super cold you got what you know you can turn the you turn the lights off and you just sleep and you got no worries in the world cuz it's not your bed you don't have to worry about changing anything just it's clean everything just a hotel bed a hotel bed having just it, it a, when it's done right, it's done right. It, it makes you feel like you're getting a hug from your mother. It's just a big blanket around you. Yes, that's a great image. Um, <laughs> we also, oh, one time me and Lulu were uh, traveling, and I'm not allowed to pick hotels anymore. Um, I picked one. Why is that? I'm about to tell you. Okay. I picked one, uh, and I it was you know close to where we were going. It was We were going down to San Antonio, uh, and when I pulled up to it, it did not look like the pictures, first of all. And she was like a good sport. She was like, okay, yeah, like we, we can still stay here. I wish we would have stayed somewhere else, but it's fine. And then like come to find out, uh, we were about to get into bed and there was like blood stains on the cover. Oh, <laughs> yikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we got our money back. And It's uh, funny you mentioned that in San Antonio. Um, B and I went um, New Year's, uh, two years, two New Year's ago. Vegas? No, San Antonio. Oh, yeah, I knew that. And I was booking the hotel, and that was my biggest fear. Picking the wrong because picking the shitty hotel. The pictures yes. online are so deceiving. Yeah. And the reviews only go so far. Yep. You can't, um, unless you pay for Yelp or whatever you got to do to see those Yelp reviews. I ended up overshooting the mark a little bit um, the other route. Um, and it was a super expensive yeah. hotel. Yeah, I had a, I did yeah. that, and then we had to go get another hotel. So <laughs> I'm out like nine hundred bucks, and we hadn't even started our trip. Yet. Yeah, and yeah, there was a reason that um, the closest to our age was probably thirty years. Dude, um, well, you can tell well, maybe you, maybe twenty twenty. Yeah, there's. Oh, I remember uh, now. I know what story this is. <laughs> it's yeah. a pretty high end place. All right, so uh, hotel beds, just sleeping in them. So what do you got for me? Yeah, um, this one, it might seem, you know, run-of-the-mill, um, but I really want you to think about it. And, Kellen, you had an experience recently with this that you told us about. Um, I had it happen recently. Um, when you're 
significant other genuinely compliments you unexpectedly without any expectation back. Dude, great ass feeling. We talked about it. Ant Man, uh he I was compared to Paul Rudd. Made me feel really good about myself. And then I'm just like sitting there just like I don't even give a fuck if this movie sucks. Uh I just like I just I'm the man. I'm the man. Yeah, that's how man. I felt. I just like uh, it's a great feeling, especially, and we talked about it with, are you talking about just significant others or just like, a it could be anybody, but a compliment out of the blue is like yeah. so good. Um, you know, we saw some friends recently that we hadn't seen in a while and you know, it was just fun. Like, uh, I, I, I told you, uh, recently on the last episode, we went to a show of one of my friends and he, uh, sent me like the invitation, like, Hey, this is what I'm, this is what I'm going to be on or whatever. And uh, I told him, yeah, we'll, we'll see if I can make it. You know, it's been hard for us to make it to his other shows. And uh, he was like, dude, I'm so happy that you came. Like, uh, I was talking to some of our other friends about, like, you. And, like, I kind of got emotional that you, like, I wanted you to, I've been wanting you to come to the shows. And oh, it made man. me feel so good. I was like, yeah. dude, like, you're doing so well. I love, he's got, the like, an amazing voice. And, uh like he took his time to like want me to come, you know. And he like when I showed up, he gave me and Lulu like the biggest hug. He he knows Lulu pretty well now, but like it's just cool uh, seeing people that like are excited. You know, that's not necessarily a when somebody but, extends their appreciation, yeah. like that. Um, yeah, man, it, it really can it can light you up, and and it makes you feel good about yourself. Yeah, and it's a good feeling. I got one more. Uh, I don't know if you got, I think you might've got one more than I did. So see if you do. Uh, this one is kind of in the same vein a little bit. This one has to do with like when you're with your significant other or, and you have some, maybe something hard to tell them, or maybe like, even if it's like saying, I love you for the first time and getting that same energy back, like getting that, I love you back. Or like, let's say, for example, when I told you, uh, and we this has happened for other things, but like, uh, I told her, Hey, like, you know, I, I, I dip tobacco or I used to dip tobacco. Like, yeah. and her saying like, okay, well, like, you know, and not being upset about it. Like, oh, that, that's the greatest. Like being, um, there's a sense of acceptance. Yeah. The acceptance there is what I'm looking for. Like when you basically have like this weight on your shoulders and you're, you know, it could be your parents, could be your significant other, could be a friend that you're like, there's something that you haven't told them yet or something that like you need to tell them. And they receive it. It makes the relationship better. Like, dude, I. Do you mind if I if I say something about that real quick? No, go for it. That's what this is dude, about. Um, the the last time I relapsed, um, it, it was it was bad. But my dad found me, um, at a a very shitty motel hotel, mm-hmm. uh, on the on the east side, and dude. When I realized it was him outside, I thought I gotta make a run. Like, like it, it was, yeah, you, dude. Everything but what actually happened. And what actually happened was he gave me the biggest hug of my life. Wow, yeah. And that feeling of just like things are really fucked up, but yeah. things are gonna be okay. And that acceptance, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, instead of what you have built up in your mind about what's, you yeah. Know, how they're gonna react? I think that's what it is—the the reaction you're expecting. Yeah, and then they meet you with like a level head. Oh yeah, that is. And guess what? That was the last time you relapsed. So it's like it did. It had a bigger impact on you, obviously, than it would if he was 
coming in there, like throwing the sheets off or whatever, you know, what you expected in your head for him to like. Dude, and I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to turn that into a whole, you know, relapsing, but to relate to what you're saying is like that feeling. It's yeah. hard to describe that. Of, it unlocks, uh, and this is kind of like stupid, but uh, it, you know, when you're, when someone's guilty, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. And then they just like unleash that water gate or that gate to like the, like the confession that they have. Yeah. Like it just, the weight comes off of them. Now, it's similar to that, but it's like, it's uh, somebody that you, like you need to talk to them about something or like you have to let them in on something. Like I'm struggling with this or I'm doing like, you know, something isn't right. And them like accepting it and be like, hey, we're going to work through this or whatever like that conversation is. Oh, uh, yeah. If you, if it's done like that, uh, dude, it is, like I said, it's in my list of like some of the best feelings because uh, I think it helps relationships going forward. I help, I think it helps the relationship go forward. I think it helps like just everything. Uh, so just do that. If you have something on your shoulders right now, honestly, yeah. like, and you have somebody that you need to talk to about it, just do it. Like, and we, we try to keep it pretty light on the podcast. Sometimes we do get serious. Yeah. I want to add to that real quick is um, I don't think people stop and think about the day-to-day things that they might be struggling with mm-hmm. and be it shame, um, yeah. guilt, all these things you're, you're describing and that release of that. Oh, dude. Uh, the truth will set you free. Yeah. So, um, man, I just want to give a quick positive little message to add to what you were saying is is – if you got something like that right now, dude, tell them. Tell yeah, exactly. the person or whoever or to resolve that. Um, it The fear on the other side of that is what stops you from doing yeah. it. And nine times out of ten, they already know something's up. Like, yeah, when I've been on the other receiving end of that, nine times out of ten, like, I knew that you can tell. When you're with someone that you love or, like, a loved one, family member, and they've got something on their shoulder, like, you're just kind of waiting for them to get ready for it. You know what I mean? So, uh, and like nine times out of 10, even if it goes wrong, like I promise you, you're still going to feel better afterward. Like the cards will fall where they may. Yeah. Is that the way they say? Yeah. No, hundred percent. If you, if you uh, clean up your side of the street, um, it really, it's a great feeling. Um, Yes, sir. The, the last one I had, um, because I did have one about shitting, (laughs) Uh, so I'll, I'll just take that one off. Just do it. Um, we got uh, we got to take a break in a second. So just go. Uh, yeah, I had a couple others, but that one is is the every now and then occasion when you don't think you're going to make it to a toilet in time, but you do. Do yeah, it is. Uh, I, I I know that's cliche, generic, and it's it's, it's it's dirty. But dude, get real. Yeah, like bro. I I mean, you really. It's be grateful for that. Yeah, be grateful for <laughs> yeah. those. And you know, there's been a lot of like quick trip bathrooms or oh yeah, you know, jack in the box bathrooms or wherever you're Home at. Depot, Home Depot, Best Buy in the back with the electronics, Walmart. You know, you just got to get in. Hobby you don't Lobby. Don't buy anything, and you just come right back out. And everybody <laughs> knows, but guess what? You don't give a shit because you just did. With that, we're gonna take a break. Uh, when we come back. I do. I, I gotta. We gotta. Uh, we gotta ask Reddit that I really want you. Yeah, to look yeah. At. So Absolutely. We'll be right back. All right. All right. 
Here we are. Uh, ask Reddit. So we had um, we had a question, or this was a this is a prompt that they give. Uh, this one was really funny, and I thought it would be fun to go into. And it says, "You this is this is a question. You alone can see one stat above everyone's head. What stat do you choose?" <laughs> Now, what that means is stat, like a statistic. So, um, you know, like in video games or whatever, you, you it'll show like, okay, this person's like eighty percent, uh, whatever. Okay, so that was a stump. That was a terrible explanation. Uh, B had a good one off air. We said a stat to show their body count, see how many people you know. Is that what sl- you said? Uh, body count, huh? Yeah, body count. <laughs> it just have the number ticked above your head. What if uh, I was telling her, like, what if, you know, you're a kid and you could see stats and your teacher, like, you know, had like whatever, four or, you know, and first of all, you'd be like, who are those four people? But then, you know, you leave Friday. Bye. See you guys next week. I thought she was married. Yeah. And then you come back Monday morning. That stats ticked up. It's five. It's six. It's seven. She had a weekend with the girls, like B was saying. Like, you know what I mean? So, or if you saw your parents, there's like, yeah, we were virgins when we were married. And then it's like, okay, well, your number's two, so, and hers is seven, so I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Dude, when you were a kid, did you ever think when someone's married, dude, I don't know why, I just didn't think, I didn't do all the math, but Mm -hmm. I just always assumed that was the person they slept with. What do you mean? I mean, when you're a little kid and you first find out about all this, what what's what? Oh yeah, people are married. You just, yeah, you're just like, well, you're, you're like, oh, they had a life before that, so yeah, like their number really could be anything. It could be any number under the sun, baby. Yeah, uh, and guess what? We, with that stat, we could figure it out. So here's one of them. Uh, it says chances of them wanting to date me. Um, obviously that w- wouldn't be that big of a deal now, but <laughs> when I you know bachelor stage, uh. That would have been fun, like you know, go out just and not even date. Damn, that would have been that. Yeah, would have been good. A lot of yeah. a lot of uh, easier than like what I try to do. Get rejected a lot, you know. Waste of time. Waste of time to be like, oh, your number zero. Okay, cool. <laughs> We're not playing for the same team. Okay, cool. Well, I'm not gonna give you one hundred then. Yeah. Uh, same thing. It's uh, this one's a little bit different. It's like a scale of zero to a hundred on how attractive they find me. Mm. That'd be fun, like yeah. just to be like, okay. And then, but I think that would fuck with me a little bit. Like, yeah, I don't want to know all that always. Yeah, I don't then think I want like, to know everything. Could be like a zero or like you know a single digit number, and you're like, okay, why does this person like uh, yeah, whatever? I think I'd go ask why. Yeah, hey, why do you not find me attractive? Be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what is it? Um, this one is this one is a very I, I like this one. It says how often they put a shopping cart back in. Uh, true testament. To oh human my decency. gosh, I just saw an, an entire article on this last night. Um, and it was saying that that is the greatest, the single greatest litmus test for yeah. society mm-hmm. is the shopping cart experiment. Yeah. And um, I'm with it. I always I completely agree. Because here's the thing about that. And we'll, we'll get back to the, the stats. But I do want to touch on this is the shopping cart. If you don't return it, it's not illegal. Nobody, you're not going to jail. Yeah. You're not going to get a fine. Yep. Um, Somebody will go grab it. Yeah. There, there's there's nothing making you or forcing you to it do about. it. There whether is. You, whether, and there's no reward if you do do it. Right. So it's, it's objectively. It's like, for other people. Yeah. And that is absolutely astounding to me 
the number of people within a single shopping trip. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like you're sitting there watching this. I mean, yeah, I've sat outside of grocery stores sometimes. Sure. Sure. But, I mean, I'm talking like you go to Walmart, you go to Ralph's, um, you know, Tom Thumb, Albertsons. Ralph's. Uh, California. Ralph's. California. Okay. For, the, for the California friends. All right. Shout out Ralph's. Um, Whatever. Wherever you're at, what I'm saying is, how long are you in the parking lot while you're unloading your groceries, loading your groceries in your car? Like yeah, like five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah, and in that amount of time, just watch how many people are also doing that and yeah. just leave. There's a guy on TikTok. Uh, I see his videos every once in a while where he does stay out in the parking lot and watches people put the cart back, don't put the cart back, and he'll put like some type of sticker on their car <laughs> if they don't, and they get so mad. I mean, obviously they're not good people anyway. If you are out there listening and you do not typically put the shopping cart back, just do it. You will start becoming a better person. This is where it starts, okay? Listen. Hey, listen to me. This is where it starts. Yeah. Go put the shopping cart back this next turn. You will be a better person. Yeah. Uh, this uh, and You know what? Like, it just, like I said, um, I know people that don't put the shopping cart back. Uh, <sighs> and it makes sense. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, you're like, okay, they don't yeah. put it back. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, alignment. And that's the, the next stat. The next stat is alignment. And what I mean by that is, is not a chiropractor. This is, uh, like, in D&D, which is Dungeons & Dragons for all my nerds out there, or not on nerds, there's a an alignment chart. So it goes from, like, chaotic and lawful and good. So you there's, uh, there's an alignment, basically. And so you could see... And you can base your characters off of it in, in D&D. So you can be like a paladin. I'm going to put my nerd glasses on for a second. You can be a paladin, and so you're like lawfully good, right? So like you're always going to do the right thing, and you're it's always going to be by the law. Or you can be neutral good, which means like you're just good in general. It doesn't have to be like because of the law. Does that make sense? Yeah. Chaotic good means like you're always going to do good, but like it's gonna be, it's just a how you're doing it might not be the best intention. Or Means you know, to an end, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the, it would be interesting to see everybody's alignment because then you would know how to deal with them. Like, yeah, if, you'd the, know their the, character a little bit more. When Big Homie Smooth came over to you and you saw his alignment, you'd be like, all right, yeah, I'll check this guy out. You know what I mean? Yeah, for you, sure. You already did anyway, but I mean, like, it would make those kind of uh, gas station trips a lot easier. I think another one that would be interesting, it's along the same lines, it would be the stat of honesty. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, it could go both ways, now that I'm thinking about it. Because not only are you going to know if somebody's, um, you know, a truth teller or yeah, not. a truther. But when someone says, I'm just kidding. Oh, and then it, you see if that you're saying like if you'd you, know like oh no 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 you, you weren't just kidding yeah I mean there's always some honesty I can't Lulu said something to me the other day that a little like, bit of truth in every joke little bit of a too much truth in a joke she told me the other day I was like yeah you didn't yeah she was like yeah okay I was being for real um, okay what about this one it says time remaining until the next fart so that would be good on the elevator that would be good in like maybe like closed rooms closed areas uh, but it'd be funny if like you. You could tell who did it then. You know what I mean? It would be like, remember back in middle school and 
uh, when someone would fart or like some you'd smell a fart and yeah. everybody would deny it and then you started telling all the chants like supplied it denied it made the rhyme did the crime all that shit you would be like no 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 dude it was this guy right here it was this girl right here the girl that never talked his clock went off yeah we uh we were we were watching on patrol live um and a cop had pulled someone over and it wasn't nothing serious they were in the parking lot and the guy farted in his car and Wow. He tells the cop, he's like, I'm just, I just farted. And the cop goes, Oh, I smell it now. And he walks off and he's talking to the camera and he's like, That's the, that's the first time. So it, it could have been helpful for, for him also. Yes. Uh, step away from the vehicle. This is a good one. Um, maybe it's a good one. I, you would be able to use it. It says, uh, The threat they pose to my safety it says, I feel like that would make life so much more relaxing when I'm out and about. So, yes, you and I like to, uh, when people approach us, we like to approach people out in the wild. It would make it a lot easier. We've talked about picking up hitchhikers before. You know, I I do have, like, I, when I picked up a, the last hitchhiker I had, like, I didn't have anything in my car really as a weapon. Yeah. I had, like, a uh, at that time, I had a bottle opener with a corkscrew, and I was like, all right, I'm going to have to let this thing him. fly. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, it would have been nice to know. Like, when I was working and I was like, hey, y'all want a beer? Yeah, uh, and that guy uh, grabbed me by the car, and it had a hundred percent over his forehead. About whip my ass. <laughs> yeah, He's like no, no, I'm, we're good, we're fine. Um, that would be a really good one, though. Uh, would you want this one though? This one's the the ultimate question for right now. Date of their death. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to know that. I don't think. I heard. I'm seeing B shake her head. You said. You don't. You wouldn't want to know their date of their death. That's a lot of responsibility. Oh, if you live like Tim McGraw and you live like you're dying, I guess it wouldn't matter anyways. Can they see their stat? No, you're the only one who can see it. You're the only one who can see above their head. No. And just like so much anxiety. Two days. Do you tell them? Uh, yeah, that would be that would be worse off than. I wouldn't want to have that at all. Dude, what if someone? <laughs> that would be. I would be up at night. What if, what if you're at the grocery store, you're checking out, Yeah, you're putting your cart away like a good guy, you're walking back, somebody walks up to you and says, dude, what are you doing here? You're like, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, dude, this is really what you want to be doing right now? What's he getting at? He's like, dude, you got... 27 minutes. Oh, man. What if it's five minutes because your grocery store parking lot takes you five, so you're about to get. <laughs> or 27, so he's like, okay, he's going to be out of the parking lot, car wreck. Dude, everybody talks about if you knew you were going to die the next day, what would you do today? Nobody ever asked if you had five minutes, what would you do? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. Here, Here's the question. Uh, I've been asked this before. Um, would you rather know how you die or would you rather know when you die? Mm-hmm. I've been asked this too. Have you been asked this question, B? Yeah. Um. And what, what would you rather know when or how you're gonna die? Just when. When? Yeah. What about it, you? It changed for me. So, uh, when would be great, but then I think how because think about it this way. Let's say you you find out how. All right, and the way you it's like in your sleep. Okay. Okay. That's the lottery, right? Everybody wants that one, kind of. Uh, so then you start doing stuff crazy, like you start jumping out of airplanes without any parachutes on, because you know 
hey, at the end of the day, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be okay. Something's gonna happen. Right. Uh or you can like you know, those situations. But I can see the other side of it too, is but I think there'd be like I don't know. I I still think how. Here's the thing about that though, is then you gotta live your life um with an extreme amount of over cautiousness yeah, about certain things, activities, yeah. different things instead of enjoying it. Yeah. Um yeah. I I, I You think of the other one? Well, imagine this. Imagine somebody says you're going to die in a car accident. Yeah, then you would okay, be... Every time you're driving, you're yep. going to be like, is this the time, you know? True, and if it was even in your I don't sleep... Wanna, I don't want to live like that. Yeah, how are you going to get a good you, night's sleep? Exactly. So yeah. that's kind of why I said I've switched back and forth. Yeah, like, I think I'd rather I, just probably know when. Yep, so I'm I, with you now. You changed my mind. Did I really? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I've switched back on that question before. Yeah. Here's a good one, and then I've got another stat that uh, I was thinking about recently. Um, so this one says... How many hot dogs consumed so far in life says a lot about character. I don't know why they said says a lot about character, but uh, why hot dogs in general? Why would that I think, say? Like I think I got a theory. Um, if you're the kind of person that's like, I'm not eating a hot dog. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, um, for one, got a good guess uh, where you stand on a lot of things in life. Okay, um, and. Maybe when was the last time you ate a hot dog? You said you went to some Chicago uh, a week dog. ago. About a about week. a week ago. Yeah, um, it's been a while since I've eaten a hot dog. I mean, I think it's been summertime. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of hot dogs out in summertime. Uh, I think that was the last time I had. So almost a year ago. Yeah. Now I'm not like opposed to eating a hot dog. Like if someone was like, "Hey, we're grilling out over here," like sure, I'll have a hot dog. But not many people are grilling up right now. Yeah, and then it's you can go to the start. other side where, like, when I was in college, that was, like, a regular meal. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, I had a microwave in the room. Yeah. And uh, shout out to the homie Cord Pape. Um, All your homies getting flowers this week. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I I take that back because Slim Jims were also up there. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it's a quick, it's a quick, easy meal. Yeah. Here's the stat that I was going to ask you about. This was something that I had thought about like a couple weeks back, a couple weeks back. So, uh, Lulu's son loves cereal, right? It's easy to make. So, some, I mean, it's like I get to the point where I feel like I shouldn't give him cereal all the time because I should be making him other stuff. So, I do make him other stuff. But uh, when it's time to like, when he's like, hey, can I have some cereal? I'll make it for him. There's, and it made me start thinking. How many bowls of cereal has somebody made for me? How many bowls of cereal have I made for myself? And how many bowls of cereal now, new column, have I made for other people? Yeah. Does that make sense? It's a lot of... It's a lot and of I'm wondering which number is the highest number now. And I think it's probably like cereal for myself, but I might be getting to the... Because I don't eat cereal anymore. I don't either. Uh, it was a staple when I was younger. Yeah. Frosted Flakes... Lucky Charms. Cinnamon Toast um, Crunch is the best. I don't I see. Don't even, the, don't even go there. When I started figuring out that dairy, uh, too much dairy really takes its toll on, on me. Uh, and I don't like that much milk in my cereal anyways. Yeah. 
Um, and then I just grew out of cereal altogether. I actually eat dry cereal sometimes. Yeah, that's good. That's what cinnamon, what, cinnamon toast crunch dry is so good. But with cereal, it's got the, and this is kind of gross and weird and interesting. I heard that the milk that comes from the cinnamon toast crunch, like that milk that mm-hmm. is left over, tastes like breast milk. I can neither confirm or deny because I've never had breast milk that I remember. I don't remember. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I've heard I've heard cinnamon toast crunch milk. It's that sweet. Yeah, and it's kind of making me like want to try it out. Exactly. Hold on one second. We have mommy milkers. You know what I mean? <laughs> so just a little bit of meal. Um, but I still think that the the column with uh, the most that I've had for cereal is me making cereal for myself. And then probably still someone making cereal for me and then me making cereal for somebody else. Yeah. But I think the that last column is getting up there. Yeah. I don't know. Um, okay, so here's another one. Uh, percentage of the time they deliberately lie. Yeah, that goes back to the honesty. Thing. Yeah, so yeah. we can, uh, I would just say like, Man, uh, you're not gonna you're not going to do well at the poker table. No. That's a good. That's a good point. Yeah, you could run a table if you know that. Yeah. Uh, the other one. This one's great. Honestly, uh, says just their names. Names are hard. You know, mm. you could just like. Then you're right about that. Like, uh, I saw a couple people I haven't seen in a while, and uh, they have some significant others that I don't know as well. And I'm like using uh, Lulu as like the crutch. I'm like, hey, uh, I'm gonna introduce you to this person, and you know, ask for their name, please. And then you know that would be super helpful too. Yeah, it would. Yeah, and it would make you I'm look like a better. You'd make you look like a better person. Uh, but yeah, that's. I think what if, would there be a specific stat? I know we're about to get into some uh, some comments, some hate comments that we got. Yeah. But do you have any specific like a stat that you would want to know the answer to, like about every, like the human race? Um, man, I I don't know because I'm playing devil's advocate but i think it i, I don't know it, it sometimes i don't like i sometimes i like making my own judgment about yeah. things yeah uh and coming to my own conclusions with with people um i could i i think the uh if it, it, it's it's dependent on if it's like a relationship thing sure or a general stranger thing i put you on the spot so i'll answer mine first how about that um i want to know what their favorite gift they ever got was. That w- I think it will tell you a lot about who they are. Like if it's you know something from their childhood, or you know it's like okay, shit, they haven't like whatever. Like I think that would fill in some gaps as a person. Yeah. Be like, oh, that's and or you can tell like what they're into. Like so, you and I like to talk to people when we're out. Uh, it's a good conversation starter. You could be like, yeah. okay, this person, their favorite thing they've ever gotten was. A skateboard, so they're probably you know whatever, and just like, yeah, get into that like. So uh, I don't know. That's I just, think my meter. I like that. That is good. Um, I think my meter would be, and it's only one of three categories: is if they're having a great day, mm. a really bad day, or they're content. Um, I think that would be cool. Yeah, I think it could help society. Uh, whether you're in a gas station, that's a great one too. One. Yeah, it is. Or you get home from work and your family, your significant other, whoever you're around the most. Because I think I think what we do is we compartmentalize so much. Some of us, some people yeah. don't. Some people wear it all out there for everybody to see. Yeah. 
Um, and you'll see that on, on the corner of an intersection mm-hmm. um, and between uh, people having disputes and all kinds of stuff. But I think that a lot of things could be resolved if you just knew where someone's headspace was at yeah. before you engage with them. Yep. I'm uh, with you. Yeah, that'd be cool. Sitting in a line, seeing all the line, you know. All right, so let's get into... Uh, you got some? Is it hate comments or we got? Well, no, I just let's just talk about comments for a second. Sure. Feedback. Yeah. Feedback. Uh, yearbook. Yeah. Uh, so we're we're trying to figure out a name for it. Uh, we you know every episode we get some comments about good and bad. Uh, you know, and it made me think of yearbook. So we kind of have a school theme going on here. At the end of the year, you've got uh, different comments that you're uh, you know uh, like other friends and. Unfair. One time, let me tell you what time. One time when I was uh, at the end of the year, I had you know gotten my yearbook signed by all these kids, and there's this one kid. Him and I like just we we all grew up together. We like never got along, and uh, I had it like I was like, hey, you want to sign my yearbook? He's like, yeah. And I signed his yearbook, and I kind of like wrote in it. I was like, hey man, I'm like sorry for like being kind of like you know whatever. Kind of send him this whole like thing about I I really hope we can like be be nicer to each other. I'm really yeah. sorry about all this like animosity we have, whatever I said. And uh, I never looked at what he wrote. Well, then uh, later on I did, and it, he put two full pages. He just wrote, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so he got me. Uh, so anyway, yeah. so that's that's what we're going to look at some you're a dick comments. Or yeah. maybe just feedback. Well, this one was on a YouTube, uh, and this was... The Flight 469 clip. Oh, yeah. On YouTube. Um, and B was painting the picture and giving us the facts, but we did put her on the spot about it and sure. the timeline and all that. And somebody commented and said, Half that thought's vocabulary was the word like. Laugh out loud. Damn. With a clown face emoji. Dang, why you put me on blast bringing that comment up, Tommy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just pulling random ones, but... Uh-huh. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, th- we were talking about, like, hateful comments. Yeah, thought um, is... Let's stop using that what's, word. What's a, where did that word come from? It stands for something, and I can't remember what it stands for. Um, um, but... I don't know. Yeah, we're, we're just Look gonna, it up, kids. Let we're us just going to... We're going to roll through these pretty yeah. quick. There's another one that um, we put a clip up about... Uh, it's Women's History Month, and we wanted some suggestions. Who are you listening to, female artists? Yeah. And on this clip, this guy commented, uh, and it was a guy. It wasn't even a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if he just didn't listen or didn't give a fuck. Um, and it and it wasn't even someone that. What did he say? Somebody. Uh, what did he say? Well known, I, I believe. When I looked him up, it was like. Kelly Quinn, which is a guy, not a girl. Maybe he thought Kellen, it was. Kellen Quinn, Kelly Quinn. I, I don't know. It really threw me for a loop. I don't understand. As you can tell. That. Well, like, because everyone was commenting female artists. Yeah, and, uh, okay. So I was like, why would you comment a guy? Um, The uh, We Need to Talk uh, clip. Oh, yeah. Uh, we Need to Talk. Um. There was some interesting ones. Um, I was hoping for replies back, um, but some of them replied, some of them didn't. 
Someone said, I had to tell a boss several times how horrible that sounds. It was never anything major. Yes. I have a question whenever you have a minute, is yeah. what I asked her to say, which she did. Yeah, when you get it, we need to talk at work. It's not a great uh, talk, obviously. And they, they came back and said, yeah, it was always mundane things, like we're having the carpets cleaned, so move all of your stuff off the floor. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was interesting um, because it's just cool to get, get engagement back uh, on these. Now – the uh, there was one that the zombie. There was a zombie clip. Oh, we've gotten that. One. We've, we've we've gotten some of those. This person said the government injecting you with nanotech. They're using frequencies to control your actions. Basically, zombies. There's a whole book about it. I don't remember the name of it, but that is uh, it's called like Mind Melter, Mind Eater, or something like that. And I want to read it, but uh. That's the whole point of the book. They just like, you know, yeah. some some ra dark rabbit hole shit. We got quite a few comments um, telling us to get a job. We have them. Um, yeah, we have people. Them. There was multiple comments about wow, the free time you must have. We do have some free time too. We got about four hours on on certain one yeah. day of the week, every yeah. other week to knock all of this out. So yeah, <laughs> not much. Not much free time. Um, we ha we got some good comments too, and that's what I want to say real quick is there's been some comments that we've gotten that I really appreciate that are like I want to uh, throw you one. Okay, I'm gonna cut you off because yeah. I think it. I just saw this. This is a brand new comment. Looked at this video three times to triple check if that was a hooks hat. Hell yeah, yeah. I was wearing a Cor Corpus Christi uh, hooks. A lot of love for for Kellens. Uh, another one like the hooks hat, dude. I'm yeah. telling you, there's a whole army of people out there. Yeah, in Corpus Christi land, baby. We see you. We see you. Um, I what I'll say about that. And I think I actually mentioned it a couple weeks ago. Is I I like minor league logos. I think they're really cool, especially like the hooks, like. It's a C and it has a hook to it, and uh, I just like like random looking mascots like that. I actually picked it up at a uh, thrift store, and I'm, I know who the team is and all that kind of stuff. But I just like the hat. But yeah. anyways, I, what I was getting at is the comments that I have been enjoy seeing is like um, people from other countries have been saying like this is like I can't believe I stumbled upon this. This is really funny, or I like this podcast. And yeah. It makes me feel good. Also. The hate comments are fun too. Like it, it's fun to see those as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I was about to read a lot more hate comments, but uh, we'll keep it positive. <laughs> um, some of the hate comments were like way wild. Um, yeah, and my favorite one. We just left them. My favorite know. one is the one like you should start a new podcast with no mics, no lights, camera. no cameras, and like just implying we should not have a podcast. Yeah. That was funny. I actually laughed at that one. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, the cool thing about this is um, our listener base has grown internationally at this yeah. point, like truly, not just because we have a couple downloads from a couple countries. I mean, yeah, it is an extensive, uh, really a wide array. And it's so cool the, to see. The, the coolest thing ever is like some of the unity out of that, yeah. which is cool. Um, yeah. You got people engaging and interacting from all different countries. Yep. On some of our feeds, and by the way, our streams and downloads. Um, you know, I remember uh, two weeks ago uh, I sent you what the number was um, overnight. Yeah, from the episode 
drop. And that's what we usually got. Like you were like, week. well, I don't know if that's uh, really right. And I was like, yeah, no, 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 that is it. It's just that it's a different time zone. Yeah, in other for, parts of the world. Yeah. So that was really cool. cool. Really cool to see. Um, with that, we're gonna, you know, uh, we'll probably take a, a leave. <laughs> probably the end of the episode. <laughs> take a break. We will leave. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Um, and we, you know, I know we got a little bit like uh, touchy feely, not touchy, but feely in the middle of the uh, episode about feelings and stuff. But I really think you should like if you have something on your chest, go. Try, I promise you, getting it off is will do a number for your mental health and for just relationships that you have outside of like your life. So. Anyways, uh, my name is Kellen King. I'm Tommy DeSalt. You can find us uh, at Post Humpte. Everywhere you are, we'll be there too. Appreciate you, and we'll see you on the other side. Peace. Peace.